My son's been off school this week with a bit of a cold and that's thrown a bit of a spanner in the works when it comes to getting stuff done. He's totally fine. He'll be going back to school tomorrow. But this does mean that my plans for the week have been pretty much shot out the window. And it's given me time to reflect a little bit more about what that means to us business owners and what we can do in order to make the most out of these opportunities, in inverted commas, and also how important time blocking is and my uh, thankfulness for my uh, discipline in blocking out certain periods of time. I want to get into all of that in today's episode. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so this is Systemizing Success, and I'm Dr. Steve Day. And today, as I mentioned in the intro, I want to dive into the fact that my son's been out of school, or in fact, what that knock-on effect has been, and what I've learned from it, and also some of the key uh, behaviors and habits that I've got into over the years, which I'm entirely or very grateful for at times like this. So my son has been unwell, as I mentioned, and that means that he's been at home. He's 18 months old at the moment or thereabouts, uh, which means he needs full-time attention. He's not a you know, seven, eight-year-old who can sit in front of the TV for a few hours. He actually needs someone to be with him. And unfortunately, my wife uh, is working her pants off at the moment as she's in accounting, and this is the busiest time of her busiest time of year for her. And so I've been doing the lion's share with her help uh, along the way as well. But the, what this has meant is that every plan I had for all the work I was going to get done this week has gone out the window. And this is at a time where I'm heavily involved in a development project, which I'm leading. It's the stuff that's in my head, my ideas, my methodologies that we're trying to get out. So it's not work that I can delegate. It's highest value work in terms of creation of products and services and it's where I actually add the biggest value to our business. So it's not something I can delegate down and get other people to do for me. I can get them to help me and do a lot of the, or as much of the doing and the construction part, but the thinking and the creation has to come from me because uh, in my business, that is basically what I do. And so this means that that project has been hit in terms of the number of hours that I've been able to dedicate to it. It has made me, however, much more efficient in the time I've had available. And I think this is one of those, or maybe this has made me realize sometimes that having time or time to kill is not often the best uh, way to be productive. The times that, if I look back in my life, the times when I've been the most highly efficient and got the most stuff done is typically when we're under pressure. It's that sort of you stress that people talk about. Rather than distress, this is the you stress of having enough pressure to make you highly efficient uh, without actually becoming detrimental to your health. And this has been one of those weeks where that's really kicked in. It's made me you know, get up earlier in the mornings. I've just recovered from a, uh, a long protracted COVID infection. And um, thankfully this week, I've sort of had the energy level back up again. So I've been able to get up when I wake up, which is typically around four o'clock. Um, I go to bed very early, so I'm not a, um, a martyr for any of this. I have still have about eight, seven or eight hours sleep every night. 
but I've been getting up again at sort of 4 a.m. and really, you know, sitting down with a cup of tea and just cracking on with stuff. Um, and that's my some of my most productive time. Um, it's also meant that I've um, been very, very strict on what I've allowed to creep into my diary and actually cancelled um, certain appointments or certain meetings, both internal and external, that haven't actually been the highest priority for this week um, aside, uh, with my clients and support, et cetera, aside. Although I have rescheduled some stuff, so I've had some blocks of time to look after my son, but also to actually get some work done. So it's made me really focus on where I'm spending my time at what times of day I'm doing things and what I'm doing you know, in those hours that I have available to me. So just exploring some of those concepts is that, as I mentioned a few moments ago, some of my most efficient time is first thing in the morning. It's like, I don't wake up, I get a cup of tea, I sit in front of my computer, the world is asleep, you know, it's pitch black outside. I just, you know, switch my lamp on, sit down and either, you know, get a, a, a pen and, or digital pen, digital uh, iPad out and start writing notes, or I'll be on my computer, you know, actually getting work done. Um, and, and I love that time. I can't record anything. I can't create any content. I can't send any you know, voice messages because I work from home and that would disturb uh, my kids who are sleeping. So it's time I'm forced to, to do a certain type of work. And that has been incredibly uh, useful, just appreciating that time and using it as most efficiently as I can to get the highest important task done. It means because I'm being focused and because I'm realizing, look, I know that at nine o'clock that morning, uh, sorry, no, at seven o'clock that morning or quarter to seven, in fact, I'm going to wake my son up, get him to school, take him to school for nine. That's where the nine o'clock came from. So it's like quarter to seven in the morning. That's really when my, my morning is going to end. And then I might squeeze in a couple of hours later when my uh, youngest has been asleep, um, you know, for a couple of hours during the day. And that's it. That's my working day this week, uh, which is pretty slim. Uh, my wife has actually been helping out uh, at times. Whereas I have had some other times when I've got client meetings and stuff, which has been, um, which has meant I could still function as a business. But it's meant that those hours have had to be super focused. There's no, you know, checking Facebook. There's no uh, going, like getting distracted. There's, there's been no um, doing things that weren't on my agenda. It's been really, really focused and streamlined. And I've got a lot done despite having very little time to do it. So that's my first really appreciation for the week, appreciation for actually being forced into uh, working in a slightly different way, a more focused, a less relaxed way than maybe um, I'm, I've been used to. Um, having had a cold for a while and not being so hard on myself, I've actually been uh, doing less productive work than I probably normally should, normally do do. The other spin-off this, another spin-off, the other angle on this is that um, I mentioned this in previous podcasts, but during the winter, I enjoy one of my favorite things in, in the world is going skiing. And, and I have moved to a country which has um, easy, accessible skiing, both daytime skiing. So I can nip half an hour from here and I can be on the slopes um, and spend, you know, two or three hours skiing um, on, on you know pretty decent slopes. I can then spend two and a half hours driving and get to a, a big resort, you know, with with uh, you know, 30 odd runs and chairlifts and all the rest of it. And so but one of those one of the easiest things to do in life is to put off what we should do today for uh, for tomorrow thinking oh you know that day will come however when you live uh, so when i have the opportunity to go skiing i have to be really diligent that i don't let other things get in the way of that because living in stockholm the temperature isn't always good for skiing 
And so if we get a good day, when I've got the opportunity to go, then I go. And I basically got a policy that every single Friday, I do. I have nothing booked in my diary because that means that if the weather is good, I will go skiing regardless of anything else that's going on, as long as my wife can look after the kids, of course. And, and so tomorrow is one of those occasions where if I didn't have this fixing stone in my head and on my diary, so my diary isn't blocked out, my, sorry, my diary isn't blocked out every single Friday. Um, and in the winter it says skiing and in the, uh, in the summer it says running. And this means that nothing gets in the way of that potential day. And tomorrow is one of those days where the weather's going to be good. I've actually just got some new skis I'm super excited about. I've just got some new carve inserts for my skis. I can go and practice uh, and hopefully improve my carving technique. So I'm super excited about it. But after the week I've just had, the old me would have just simply said, I've got to stay at home and catch up on all the work that I've not managed to get done this week that I thought I would do. Because I am a little bit behind, even though I've been efficient, even though I've you know, tried my hardest to, to keep on top of things. I have had my productive, productive time slashed massively by looking after my son which is fine I, I love doing that and it's been actually nice hanging out with him and that's another great spin-off of having uh, kids that are poorly but not too poorly um and so it's been fun just hanging out with him but typically or not typically in the in the past tomorrow would have just become a work day it would be great i've got the whole day booked out clear I, i'll just spend the whole day working and catching up and i probably sit there and be productive for a while and then start feeling a bit rubbish because I'm not outside enjoying the snow, which is you know, brilliant at the moment. And I'm there and get a bit miserable. Then I might go for a walk or a run or something. But it's not quite the same. If you love something and you've got the opportunity to do it and you don't do it, you, 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 it hurts. And this is one of those things for me. So the fact that I've had this written in stone means that tomorrow I will go skiing unless I happen to break my leg between now and then, which I hope doesn't happen. And so... Um, but it wouldn't happen unless I really made that mental decision some time ago to make this an, a priority in my life above all else except my family. And I think that the, just this opportunity this week to all this, the, the, the events of this week have made me really appreciate the value of the time that we have. And we talk about sometimes in business about, you know, I talk about with outsourcing and systemization is about freeing your time. We have a course called Free Your Time. The objective of that is to get rid of all of the tasks that are routine, whether they are considered low value or high value, doesn't bother me. If they're routine tasks that are done on a recurring basis that can be documented, they should be given to somebody else. That then frees you up to do the most important thing in your life, whether that's business or skiing or whatever it is. And so we talk about this about you know delegation of work. But this week has really made me appreciate the true value of having the time to do things like look after my kids and then go skiing and, 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 and valuing the element of time over the monetary value of that time, which is, as I said, what we often talk about in business. We talk about delegating your $10 task to do your $250 task or whatever it is. Whereas I'm talking here about I'm delegating as many tasks as possible and I'm also, regardless of the work that needs to be done, valuing the opportunity to do something which is finite above something which I can potentially catch up with later. So the work that I miss this week, I can just do it next week. I'll find the time. I'll make the time if needed. Or I'll just push the goal back a couple of days and then the pressure's off again. The only person that is forcing me as a business owner to get the work done before a specific date is me. By being more realistic and also more flexible 
with the goals and due dates of uh, certain projects or whatever that I'm involved with, then if I am it that way, then I can actually take the pressure off and enjoy the moment far, far more. Rather than in the past, I was always driving to getting the next sale, doing the next thing. I'm not saying that you don't need sales. I'm not saying that, of course, you need to put money in the bank and whatever. So there is a certain time, so you just have to knuckle down because you have no choice in business. And I get that. But if you are at a stage in business where you have got a cash flow, you have got some money in the bank, and you're still putting off and making excuses like, oh, my kid's been off, therefore I've got to work all weekend. You know, whatever your excuse is, it is an excuse. If you've got something you're passionate about, whether it's just spending time with your family or doing your favorite hobby, like skiing or mountain bike or whatever it is, I think go line dancing, whatever it is you do. Like if you don't prioritize that and schedule it in your diary and block it out and value it as high as any other meeting you would put in your diary with your top client, you know, have it the same, sorry, the same value in your brain, the time value in your brain, rather than just considering the monetary aspect of it. If you don't do that, then you'll miss out on the opportunity, which will never come back. Your kids will never be this age again. You'll never have this opportunity to go skiing on this tomorrow again. And I have you know, a finite number of days skiing every single year. And in my lifetime, a finite number of days skiing. So every one I give up is one I can never get back. Whereas I've built a business which, you know, could could the business be bigger? Yes. Could I have more clients? Yes. Could we do X, Y, Z more? Of course. But can I get this day back if I don't do it tomorrow? No. Can I spend? Can I get the time back to make it? No. So it's just a reflection. This this episode. It's just a reflection on how much I value the the the. I guess the opportunities that I have now because I've systemized my business, but also in because of the the work I've done in time blocking, in valuing the time we spend now doing the things we love, even if that does actually have a slight detrimental effect on our business progression or growth. And just realizing that actually that is why I built the business in the first place. So not to do that would seem maybe ironic's the wrong word, but it's like if I'm just focusing all my efforts on building the business to free my time, but in effect, by doing that, I'm taking away the time I'm trying to free. It's sort of this vicious circle of nonsense. If you have the opportunity to enjoy the time right now by, because of the business you've got, even, at the, even if that is slightly detrimental to your business, surely you should still do it. Anyway, that's my thoughts for the day and uh, my reflections on I'm having my time squeeze this week, but still find time to record a podcast episode, still find time to go skiing and still find time to hang out with my son. Um, and uh, and being really, really happy with all those things, even though I am probably a little bit behind with uh, the project that I'm working on at the moment. And that's fine. So in today's episode, I've just tried to reflect on all this um, about, about, yeah, I'm not going to repeat myself again, actually. I'm going to call this episode... Uh, uh, to a close, bring this episode to a close sorry, and just say thank you very much for listening. I hope you found this inf- insightful. Please leave me a comment on whatever you are listening on right now, whether that's uh, a rating on our app, leave us some stars, we'd be fantastic. Uh, share this with your friend. If you're listening to this on, on YouTube or on uh, social media in any, in any which way, then do leave a comment. I, I love getting the comments and love responding to them. And um, yeah, I look forward to hear, not hearing from you. I look forward to speaking to you again very soon on this podcast all the best thanks so much bye
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts, so please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day, and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.